Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole. This is episode number 40. Woohoo! Woo, 40 already. Yeah. And is the first one of 2017. That's higher than my IQ. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Everything nowadays is allegedly, right? <laughs> it, We're in post-truth now, remember. <laughs> is true. The, this is the era we're in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, I digress. Yes. And, Carl, do mm-hmm. you have the weather for today? Uh, well, I do have the weather for today. Obviously, this isn't a forecast because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But uh, it is January. It is a beautiful... It looks sunny. It is very beautiful, clear blue sky. But, boy, is it cold. <laughs> uh, we we think it's about... Minus it's, 10. It's, it's nearly midday yeah. here. And we reckon it's around minus 10, maybe 8 to 10, but it's... Yeah. Fortunately, today, there is no wind yesterday. Oh, the wind was oh. killer. Yeah. You kind of feel like your face is going to fall off, right? <laughs> yeah. You feel like needles sticking yeah. into the face. It's like your face hurts, uh-huh. which is weird. Yeah, true. Uh, but I think I was, as I was saying to you, that uh, I'm from uh, the uh, UK and uh, the difference between cold here and cold in the UK is that in the UK it's damp. You know, it's kind of, uh-huh. and somehow that seems to be much worse. Whereas this is a kind of a dry cold, mm-hmm. which is tolerable kind of thing. Mm, I yeah. Mean, I mean, it, it is a beautiful. Properly, yes. exactly. It is a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah. In truth, Indeed. if you get wrapped up... You know, like uh, they say around here, it's the, the sun with teeth. Sun with teeth. Somebody said that to me the yeah. other day, and I looked at them. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's sunny and all, but doesn't really warm. You just, yeah. The cold just bites you. you got to provide your you. own warmth, right? Yeah. Anyway, this uh, weather is apparently all the way across Europe, so mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not alone. But in the UK, they're having a heat wave, apparently, so it's okay. like 10 degrees plus wow. in the UK. Uh-huh. That's because we're leaving the EU, so we're, we're now getting our we're now getting back Separate to the weather, weather. We're, we're used to have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that you know Europe isn't in charge of it. Anyway, anyway, let's like go we on. always say, it's not about the weather. No, it's about uh, science, sci-fi, yeah. mysteries, yeah. a lot of topics. Yeah, and this year we wanted to start <laughs> with last year. Yeah, why not? We want to talk about the best. Yeah. And the worst in science. Yeah, we're reluctant to let 2016 go. Yeah. Well, we actually didn't do like a recap of uh, science from 2016, so... We didn't. We thought we should do it as the first one of two- 2017. Yeah. And from here, we move on with the year. And we thought we'd start with the worst. Yes. Didn't we? The first show is going to be about the worst. Yeah. Or like some... Uh, the, the thing is that you were telling me, and you're right... Mm. There is no category or no real uh, publication kind of ranking about yeah. ranking about the worst in science. Yeah, I mean, we did the ignoble, the program, ignoble. But, but that is not necessarily bad science. No, it's just unusual, it's just unusual, quirky, and, yeah, whatever. But uh-huh. actual ranked bad, uh-huh. uh, we haven't found and anything. Most have we? Uh, most uh, things we found was uh, called. Uh, Anti-science. Anti-science, which I think has a bit of a religious connotation. Or religious or political. Well, there's that as well. But I think it's still Uh written. So let's get into this. And the first thing we notice uh, when trying to research about this 
is in all latest articles, publications. Everything is related to Donald Trump. For some, everybody thinks that. Why would that be? Well, probably the man doesn't have much under that. Uh, Going on in the. Gruyere. The bigger picture department. Hair style or whatever you want to call it. No, it's, no, it's not a hairstyle. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe we should stop now. Okay. <laughs> so there are many things related. And I think one of the most um, advertised yeah. or kind of commented things widely is, broadcast. Yes, it's about the weather. The Climate change. Climate change, or as we call it now, alleged climate change. Alleged climate change, because yeah. there has been reports, or every, we know that, especially Donald Trump mentioned a lot about against uh, climate change. Yeah, he doesn't believe in it, right? No. Um, uh, his denial is, you know... It's certainly not affecting him in Trump Tower in New York. Uh-huh. The, the problem is that there's also people right now, which is... Uh, funny are advisors for donald trump or associated yes that are inside of the nasa i don't remember board something yeah and there he was advising about cutting out nasa's uh, budget for earth science that's right which includes uh research on climate change climate change and in fact there is a lot of uh, one of the things that's that emerged towards the end of 2016 and with the presidential election in the US uh-huh. was, of course, this emerging phenomena of false news, right? Oh, yeah. And, of course, it is becoming... Um, it, it, it's going to become dangerous if it's not um, somehow yeah. managed. Mm-hmm. But um, this site, Braybart, um, which is, as we say, associated with the... Trump kind of campaign, uh-huh. whatever they yeah. they publish a lot of misinformation on climate science. Um, I mean, I don't know what your view is on climate change, but my my view generally is, and I'm no scientist, but I suspect that over long cycles, period cycles, uh-huh. the climate goes through cyclic changes. And, yeah. that, and that, like the economy, if you have a a down, a natural down in the uh, economic cycle, and you then add bad policy on mm-hmm. top, it gets worse than it might naturally yeah. otherwise be. And I actually think that climate is a similar thing that we're we're potentially on the edge of, or approaching, or whatever, experiencing the downslope of a particular period in climate in climate variation, but that because of mankind's effects on the uh-huh. environment, it is actually exacerbating. It's amplifying the 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 worsening effect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I kind of I can go along with it isn't entirely the effects of man, but it is being made much worse. Worse by, by man. Yes. Yeah. In fact uh I was reading the other day mm. the fact that actually this year kind of uh, settled a bit the rate. All this pause. Yes. But the, that has now been called into doubt, hasn't it? This uh-huh, uh-huh. War, warming pause. Warming pause. As yeah. it was called. Uh-huh. 
See, and, I, I think one of the problems uh-huh. with, with a lot of this stuff is that I actually think people have a basic misunderstanding about scientific evidence, which is that you, ah, yes. you, you and I know that the, the science is true until somebody proves it's wrong. wrong. And then everybody will go, yeah, yeah you got me. Let's, but, let's now go down that. But in politics, of course, they have to have simple messages because obviously they treat everybody like morons. Plus, there's something that you notice, yeah. uh, especially on blogs and mm. things like this. Mm-hmm. They People always refer to scientists have mentioned or have made the studies that yeah. this, this, that. Yeah. But they never say which scientists. <laughs> I know. Where can we see that study? Where can we look at the evidence? Yeah, yeah. the evidence. Mm. Everything is about scientists did, said. It's like hearsay, opinion. Uh-huh. You're not given the information you need to make up your own mind. And some news like this became or become very viral. Yeah. And are kind of damaging to science and to mindset of people, actually. And, of course, this presidency, this election process, uh-huh. has been riddled with particularly Trump uh-huh. making various outlandish uh, claims in tweets, I think. He's a big, uh-huh. he's a big he's a tweeter, tweet, right? Yeah. And nobody calls the eye on it, which is <laughs> staggering. I know... I um, I saw I quite often read the um, some of the US media, uh, newspapers, online print media, and there are some of those like the New York Times, for example, mm-hmm. who do this fact checking. And I know there were a fact checking yeah. thing. What amazes me is that they do the fact checking on what these candidates are saying. They come to the conclusion that's complete horseshit, <laughs> right? Yeah, and nobody calls them on it. It's like, what the mm-hmm. hell's going on? What? Well, probably they, they don't want to get in trouble, or they, they, feel, what, they might feel pressure. Or, are they beyond the truth, these people? Or, hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I find good it, question for everybody. I find it very... It's, uh-huh. it's worrying, that kind of trend. True. Right? Anyway. And related to climate change, hmm. there was a discovery of Bramble... K. Melomis. Yeah, we didn't know what they were. We didn't know about that one, no. I thought it was some kind of, well, I'll not tell you what I thought it was, but there you go. The small brown rodent, yeah. it's a rodent, Yeah, lived quietly on a coral cay between Australia and Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Now it's famous for being the first uh, mammal known to be driven into extinction by climate change. Uh, shall I add allegedly? Or? Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a little a little brown rodent. Yes. Um yeah. I mean I would have thought the jury's out on which animals gonna uh-huh. go extinct first. Maybe there's already been some, but yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, so moving on away from climate change. Yeah. Okay. The Zika virus. Oh yeah, the Zika virus. So in January Uh, the World Health Organization, Dr. Margaret Chan, yeah. warned that the Zika virus was spreading explosively. In, in the Americas. In the Americas, yeah. Mm. And at least 2,100 cases of mm. microcephaly and other central nervous system malformations have been attributed to the virus in Brazil. Yeah. And the mosquito-borne virus is spreading. And there have, in fact, been cases in the U.S., right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
I think there's been one in the UK, actually, but, yes. but it, that's all kind of gone away, hasn't it? I mean, in terms of bad science, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a real thing. Yes. Um, but the, I don't know. Are we saying that there was too much kind of hysteria associated with it? I or? think probably the way it was handled. Yeah, it was a little bit. I think it's mostly about that as well. Now, mosquito-borne virus. Yeah. Yeah. There's conspiracy theories also about this, if we're going to talk about this on this show, which is the worst of science seeing that this was actually engineered. Oh, engineered, right, of course. Yes, yes. mosquito-borne or, I think let's I've, say, I think based, I've, what? I think I've seen that film, actually. <laughs> <laughs> or the very long TV series. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's always this kind of... Um, but, I mean... The 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 Zika thing has now kind of petered out, hasn't it? It's kind of yeah. The number of cases has dropped off dramatically, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think so. I didn't check the latest latest uh, about it, but yeah. So I it was a big talk for a moment. But as you as we were just discussing it, there did seem to be a lot of kind of semi hysteria about it. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, the media are just, you know, just can't, I, I can't even, wait for yeah. a global pandemic to come along. But. I even remember that I read something about that being a kind of a smokescreen. For? For events, you know, happening. Oh, right. Oh, what? Related uh, to elections. No, diversion. To, yeah. Diversion tactic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I could think of better things to do, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, actually, it has kind of gone on to the back burner as a kind of global and health. And of course, thing. actually, one of the other problems is that it got uh, into politics also, the the topic of the virus, because yeah. uh, well, there was votes between Democrats, Republicans, blah, 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 to see if it was enough, not enough, the measures taken. Yeah, that they've taken. And you're like, whoa. And are they actually clear on how it's spread? Because if you, um, in the notes here, we see that it is actually spread by mosquitoes, and sexual contact. Is that sexual contact between mosquitoes? It's <laughs> not very clear. But... Well, it's not very clear, and I'm confused about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a funny one, that, the old Zika one. It seems yeah. to have all disappeared, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, well, there we go. That's one of them. What else have we got? Well, I think uh, bad news. And I think you maybe want to talk about this one. This is bad science in a way. Yes. In that somebody's made a mistake somewhere. <laughs> there was somewhere, or who knows what we're talking about. I don't know. It's the Schiaparelli lander. Lander. The, this is the ESA mission. That's the European Space Agency. Uh-huh. Uh, they um, put together this mission, which I think did have some cooperation with NASA as well. Um Obviously, NASA would suggest they provided all the parts that worked, and uh, ESA didn't. But um, when the orbiter released the lander, um, the Schiaparelli lander did a very good impersonation of uh, <laughs> a bullet hitting <laughs> hitting something, and the, and there were actually some images from the 
not the Shipperelli orbiter, but the some other orbiter, the, the Mars server or something, or something like, like that, that yeah. where you know effectively there's a big hole in the ground. Yeah, they found it at least. <laughs> they did find it, and uh, what they found was from the limited telemetry that they had was that a number of things in the landing process didn't occur correctly mm-hmm. and yet amazingly and i think this could only happen in europe uh they did the kind of investigation and have actually approved the full mission which i think is for 2020 um using the same technology to land on mars a full lander right Oh. <laughs> and you kind of, and when I read reviews of uh, like kind of reports about what they've found, they said, "Well, um, the stuff that worked worked really well, and there were a few things that didn't." It was kind of like, "Well, mm, but aren't they the important bits?" Exactly. Um, so I don't know whether they are going to modify the actual yeah. landing process. Maybe the little shoe hanging from. Somewhere that was okay and worked okay. Dice on the wing mirrors. Yeah. Uh, but the... Um, Some plush over... I mean, obviously, the, the landing technology that you and I wowed at was, of course, the the NASA one, the sky, oh, yeah. the sky crane, right? That was oh, amazing. That awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, being ESA, we haven't got that technology. The Americans won't let us borrow it or whatever. Of course not. Uh, the, you've got to work it out yourself. So we yeah. we're doing the this uh, lander that's coming up in 2020 I think it is is a parachute it's a ballistic entry parachute and then last second blast retro. of retro and it uh-huh. drops I think 2 meters or something uh-huh um wow. which is <laughs> kind of you kind of think is this technology adequate well, well, that's all we've I think got, it kind right? of shows a bit what also uh, SpaceX did. Yeah. With the, yeah. Falcon uh, 9. Yeah. I mean, clearly, obviously the Sky Crane was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously um, SpaceX are saying they're going to send something to Mars and do, and do. a powered landing. Yeah. Uh, that will be... Really interesting. Mm-hmm. As a, I think that is very high risk, probably. But and to return the rocket back into space, for example, Oof. we shall see. But anyway, Schiaparelli, yes, unfortunate. Uh, but I think we have also touched on Mars missions before, and something like seventy-five percent of landers mm-hmm. don't. In fact, I think it's even higher with landers; they don't make it. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And th- there's another news called StatCheck. Oh, yeah. The program <laughs> developed by Dutch uh, student Michel Nuijten. Something like that. Yeah. Trolls peer review studies and flags anomalies. Yeah. But it found a lot of errors. Half of all psychology papers on one side contain at least one statistical error. Yeah. Makes you wonder whether people are going back and reviewing those. And I I think I mentioned to you that I read a couple of years ago about that there are potentially hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of scientific papers that fell foul of a bug in Microsoft Excel. (laughs) Yeah, that's just (laughs) incredible, yeah. And 
I read somewhere else that actually saying uh, proper scientific studies are encouraged not to use commercial software for this very reason uh, that there could be bugs in there that nobody yeah. knows about. But apparently they do do it, and apparently there are potentially an unbelievable number of, of scientific, of scientific studies. studies that have conclusions that are actually based on erroneous results because of bugs in commercial software, like particularly Office Microsoft Excel. Excel particularly yeah. that, right? Um, so, yeah, it makes yeah. you wonder, right? It mm-hmm. does make you wonder. So, next... Well, I know here we have in the list uh, the anti-vaccine yeah. propaganda, and again related to Trump. Anti-vaxxers, they call them, right? Yeah, because Sounds like people against vacuum cleaning, but mm-hmm. but obviously isn't. Because recently the anti-vaccine propaganda went mainstream endorsed by De Niro, Robert De Niro, the actor. Oh, a bit staggering, really, isn't it? And the president has expressed his sympathy to the anti-vaccine movement. Well, he'll express sympathy for anything that's anti-establishment. Probably. Uh-huh. Anti-establishment as long as it doesn't affect his business <laughs> empire. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying that he might become the first anti-vaxxer in the office. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he'll be scrabbling for that vaccine when he becomes ill, actually. <laughs> See how big of an anti-vaxxer he is then, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, more. Yeah, more. Here again, Congress won't... Oh, what about, what about the one about, I thought that was a good one, about the um, National Weather Service in the US, that it's politically biased. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one, actually. Yeah, about the Hurricane Matthews. Yeah, uh, this con- this convoluted trail of evidence that Rush Limbaugh, who's a uh, congressman, uh-huh. I believe, he said he was brilliant. He said that hurricane forecasting in the in the US often involved politics because the National Hurricane Center is part of the National Weather Service, which is part of the Commerce Department, which is part of the Obama administration about to end, which by definition has been tainted. By definition? The whole thing is called into question. And he said, uh, what did he say? He said something else about, um, oh, that was a good one. A serious bastard. There was another guy. Uh, Matt Drudge, uh-huh. whoever the hell that guy is, but he's obviously somebody, he added that the Hurricane Center has a monopoly on the data. <laughs> There's no way of verifying their claims. This is like, oh boy, this is, you know, this is getting really desperate stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. I mean, certainly... Um Weather prediction is not like an exact science. It's, of course, it's really. Not. I mean, that exact. I mean, well, you we could need- still predict the movements and what is going to happen in a, a to a certain degree. Yeah, but you cannot be like all the time one hundred percent exact. Absolutely. Not. I mean, but from that to this, but to c- claim that series of connections uh-huh. back to some tenuous you know, taint of something is bordering on the irrational, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is crazy stuff. This is, <laughs> this, if this is the quality of yeah. debate in American politics, they're in deep trouble. You know what's the interesting part here? Mm. This thing about that the center has 
monopoly on data. Yeah. Why don't you just collect your own data? Well, they are not forbidding anybody in collecting data. No, but you've got to have a network to do that, haven't you? You've, you know, you've got lots of measurement points. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's fair to say, actually, that in the UK, we have a, the, um, um, we have a, a private, it's now private as far as I know, uh, kind of meteorology department, as it's called. Uh-huh. And they have, uh, they use a lot of satellite data, obviously, but I think it is, it's slowly becoming more open. Actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is obviously... Yeah, but I just find it crazy to make uh-huh. these kinds of claims. It's just unfounded, right? But they get to say it, and it gets reported. Right? Yeah, they get their five minutes of... They get that, and it comes back to this idea that if you repeat a lie often enough, uh-huh. people start to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So, so what else have you got? Well... We have uh, what some people is calling a big scientific scandal. Oh, yeah. And it was the revelation that the residents of Flint, uh, Michigan, Mm. an impoverished majority black city, were exposed to dangerous levels of... uh, uh, Got to play the the race card there, right? Uh After government officials switched their drinking water source. You wouldn't be saying any of that if it was a majority white white city, right? This is the same thing as, you know, the inner city drug problem was developed uh-huh. by the CIA and the blah, blah, uh-huh. in the 50s to the same kind of yeah crazy thing. Exactly. So they're saying, well, of course, that poisoning can uh, cause learning disabilities and behavioral problems along with many other health issues. Of course. But officials ignored and publicly dispute. Repeat warnings that Flint's water wasn't safe to drink. According to the study, the percentage of Flint children with elevated uh, lead le- uh, levels lead. Mm. doubled following the switchover. Yeah. The water crisis may also be blamed for a deadly outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. Yes. And I believe that situation has actually moved on. There is, a, there is either some... There is some federal investigation yeah, going the on whole thing, isn't about there? this, yeah. Um... And I believe they are providing them with alternate water. Yes. From somewhere. But, yeah, I mean, these kinds of things happen occasionally everywhere, right? Yeah. I think, well, they said that the water treatment plant was unable to produce safe water. Right. So here we're talking about a problem in the plant. And, of course, it's a private company. Mm-hmm. So this is the... Yeah. One about the water. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, the water stuff. Yeah. House think- Science Committee. You know, the house uh, in the US, the House Committee on Science, Space and Technology, is quickly becoming one of the most inaccurately named entities in Washington. Oh, boy. It's a long thing about, you know... Altering... Yes, data and budgets uh, here, there, and of course the fast forward to December 16. Then they are there, like uh, when someone working for Smith decided to use the committee Twitter account to promote an article Braybart, right? from Braybart News. Yeah, that one we were talking earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so in addition to the climate denial, Banu has said the site is the platform for the alt 
Right. Yeah, the alt-right. What a bunch of idiots they are. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, weird. Yeah. Well. And, <laughs> again, it, it, the thing is that this is all so poli- politicized. It's all politicized. Uh, now. Plain coal, right? Uh-huh. Now they uh, claim that GOP platform declares that coal is clean. Yeah. Well, coal can be clean as long as you handle it in a certain way. Yeah. But if you're just going to shove it in a boiler and burn it, no, it isn't. Right? Yeah. All the things that go out. Yeah. It is. Gases and so on. It's dangerous stuff. Uh-huh. I remember uh, a company that I was, uh, I still work in, for in, yeah. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. They created, uh, like a scr- they have ovens. A scrubber or something? No, they capture all these right. gases and heat, right. which is then reutilized right. to flow to the oven mm. walls because it's hot gas right. so it, to keep the temperature up and use less natural gas. Use as less fuel. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it has been an, an yeah. amazing project and very good and yeah. it has results. I mean, I think, I think the thing about um, coal-fired coal power stations, which is what a lot of this is about... Mm-hmm. is that my understanding is that, for example, in China, although I believe they're now cutting this down, up until very recently, they, believe it or not, in China, they were opening a new coal-fired power station every 10 days. Uh-huh. And China is one of the biggest producers of coal, coal pollution, shall we say. Uh, but even they've decided that uh, it is uh, too toxic shall we say but but there are technologies to clean up the flu gases of yeah but it is horrendously expensive and Mm -hmm. and and i think this is what is driving a lot of the trump stuff is that anything that imposes costs on business is against right yeah and damn the consequences right so this one is just hilarious. Oh, the hair. Well, the hairspray. The next one, yeah. Trump wants to use hairspray. The he old has, old style hairspray. <laughs> yeah, he has you know repeatedly complained that the efforts to protect the ozone layer are interfering with his hair routine. Now, I object to the use of the word routine in his hair. I think it's more <laughs> of a hair procedure, procedure, yeah, or process. So I, I wonder how much time he takes to. Achieve the look. Well, he, <laughs> I love your hand movements there. Uh, I actually think he probably has somebody does it for him. Yeah. He probably just sits rigidly in a chair while it's arranged, I would have thought. Uh-huh. But it, but he came up with a ridiculous statement, didn't he, about that he uses it inside his apartment and therefore that has no uh-huh. effect on the upper atmosphere. And a number of scientists basically said... You're an idiot. <laughs> so I just, the guy is, he's challenged, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Anything uh, else? Anything else? Let's see. Um, no. Well, we no, I think one. that's it. Yeah. Well. Like we said, what's hard to find enough? Bad science. Yeah. And there's got to be lots of it out there, right? There should be. There needs to be a... Well, 
We need a well, ranking. Do you think you would consider bad science, for example... What is bad science? ...that development of a weapon or another virus uh, that maybe we don't even know? I suppose what is bad science is... Or science mistakes. fallacious, that is, is false, maybe, or whose overall impact is uh-huh. wholly negative or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if, if you look at, again, if we go back to the Ig Nobel Prizes, yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of fun with the Ig Nobel Prizes, but, and some of them are pointless. Yeah. It would appear to be pointless, but they're not harmful. True. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas maybe bad science, as you're suggesting, is science whose outcomes are meant to bring harm or something, right? Um, But I think, again, the thing about scientific discovery is that it is a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, completely. Literally every scientific uh, discovery can Mm -hmm. be used for bad purposes. It depends on who's using it. Mm -hmm. True. Maybe that's why there isn't a bad science list, I don't know. Yes. So we would like to ask everybody, mm. what do you think is bad science? Mm. Or what was the worst science of the year? Yeah, Is it science based on bad, bad evidence or bad information? Or, mm-hmm. or is it science whose aim is not good? Yeah. Okay, so I think that's it for this episode. Next week, <laughs> we come with the good, the good stuff. Which there's quite a bit of. Yeah, I think we have uh, quite a list to discuss. Some very interesting mm-hmm. things. Thank you, Carl. Rafa, thank you. I will now get wrapped up to go out into the, <laughs> the Arctic into the conditions. Cold. Yeah. Um, and I'll see you next week. Yep. My name is Rafael Ruiz, and we will talk to you next week down the rabbit hole. Bye. Bye. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Darkmind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Darkmind Radio 2016.